Howdy, everybody. Here we are all ready to take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Well, folks, you'll have to hurry if you want to get one of these handsome pocket-sized flashlights from Lum and Abner. So send in your request right away if you haven't already done so. This fountain pen-sized aluminum flashlight is a really useful article. Something that would come in handy every day of the year. Now, this same flashlight would cost you 75 cents if you bought it at a store. But here's how to get one with the compliments of Lum and Abner. Send in the wrapper from a package of Horlicks malted milk powder. It may be from any size package and from either the natural or chocolate flavor. But it must be from Horlicks malted milk powder. Wrappers from Horlicks tablets are not eligible. Well, write your name and address on the back of this wrapper and send it enclosing 10 cents to cover the cost of packing and mailing your flashlight to Lum and Abner, care of the station to which you are listening. Now send in your wrapper and dime tonight. Don't put it off until it's too late. This is a fine opportunity to get a powerful, useful little fountain, fountain pen-sized flashlight complete with bulb and battery. It's a fine opportunity, too, for all you loyal Lum and Abner fans to express your appreciation of the old fellows and of their sponsor, the makers of Horlicks. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Well, last week, Lum and Abner planned that Lum should slip into Abner's house and get the check the insurance company paid Abner for the claim on his recent accident. As the accident was a fake, the old fellows had to get that check back to keep Abner's wife from cashing it. Well, the plan evidently didn't work out very well. For as we look in on Pine Ridge today, we find Lum and Abner down at the office, apparently in more trouble than ever. Well, Elizabeth Fishinger, the one that done it all right, Lum. Tried her best to get me to rescue her. You never told her it was me, did you? No, but them tracks that you made out there in the backyard was a dead giveaway. Everybody in the community knows you're the only one around here that's got a foot on them that day. Well, she can't prove nothing on me from them footprints. That's the reason I'm wearing these little bitty shoes today. So if she comes down here wanting to measure my feet, she can see why I ain't the one. Yeah. Or she'll think I wasn't anyway. Yeah, but Lom, she can tell them shoes don't fit you neither. Looks like your foot is doubled up in there. <laughs> Where'd you get them shoes at anyway? I bought them down Dick Huddleston's store. Well, the man take a look at that. <laughs> Dick tried his best to get me to buy a bigger pair. If they'd be to just ruin my feet. Yeah, he is. never knows what I want them from. Yeah, you are going to ruin your feet too, Lom. I noticed you a while ago hobbling around here like your feet was just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. But I'm going to have to stand it till this thing sort of blows over. Yeah. Well, eh, ain't no use to wear them while we're just sitting around the office here, Lom. Why don't you take them off and rest your foot for a while? Fear do. Fear I never would get them back on. Granny, my feet are swollen up there to where I couldn't even get my old shoes on now. <laughs> well, the whole thing would have worked out all right, Lom, if you hadn't made so much noise. It sounded like you were trying the whole house down. Never heard so much noise in my life. That's how come Elizabeth to go back in the kitchen to see what was causing all the rookery. Yeah, why didn't you come back there? You were the man of the house. You'd have come back there like you're supposed to when you heard all that noise. You could have told her it was a cat making that noise or something. Yeah, well, I would have, but I wasn't for sure that it was you, Lum. I figured it was, but it was just about my luck for it to have been a sure enough robber. So I just thought I'd let the woman go back there and tend to her. I never stopped to think that I'd be... Robbing your house by slipping in there and got that check for you. No, I never thought about that part of it, neither. That's all I've heard ever since. Folks ask me if I know Peabody's house was robbed the other night. Well, 
Well, it's your own fault, Lon. You couldn't have made no more noise if you'd took a stick of stove wood and beat on a cook stove back there. Well, the trouble was, I had to stand up on a chair to reach that sugar bowl. You had to clean up on the top shelf of the cupboard. Yeah, well, that's where she always keeps it. I, I run my hand down the sugar bowl to get the check out of it and got my hand stuck in it and couldn't get it out. Well, <laughs> that's how come it'll fall. Got to pulling on that sugar bowl, trying to get it off my hand and tip the chair over, and when I hit the floor, I must have busted the sugar bowl. Yeah, that, that money that Elizabeth had in there was just scattered all over the kitchen. Yeah, I forgot about you telling me Elizabeth had the Missionary Society money in there, too. Yeah, well, she's a treasure, you know. That money was for the heathens, all them nickels and dimes. Well, I hung on to the check all right. Jumped up and run just as fast as I could and yeah, got out of there. Well, I heard Lee barking at you. I knowed you must have been running. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you tie that dog up? You know what I was coming over there. Oh, me, I figured old Lee knowed you so well, I mean, he wouldn't bother you. Oh, he was all right when I went in. I stopped and pegged him a little, but I reckon when I come out of there, I went by him so fast he never knowed who it was. <laughs> I know he sure put me over that barbed wire fence in a hurry. Tore a whole piece out of my pants. He did? Yeah, looky there. For the land sake. <laughs> it ain't a very good job of patching, but it's the best I could do. Yeah, well, I reckon that's the cloth. It'd be hard to match up if you got there, yeah. Yeah. Well, you just ought to be glad of one thing, Mom. That's that Elizabeth never checked you. Oh, me, she grabbed a shotgun and she went back there and she'd have sold you. Has she come down any today? Well, yes, but she says she's going to find out who done it if it takes her the rest of her life. Well, I aim to take the check back to the insurance company the next day, but long me, they such a to-do about it, I'm feared to move. Yeah, no, no, it wouldn't do to take it in there now. I wish I could get shut of it. I'm feared to have it on me. Yeah, well, you don't want to take it in there long for the insurance company just about tell Elizabeth who brought it in there and... And she'd know that you was the one that broke into her house. I never broke into your house, Abner. You left the back door open and I just walked in. I know, Lon, but she thinks somebody did anyway. Yeah. This is a fine howdy-do. Me trying to help you out of some trouble and I get myself into it. Yeah. Now, very odd. He's a justice of the peace and a president of the school board slipping around here feared they'll get him for robbing a house. Right, Lon, we better stop talking about that kind of Yeah, for goodness sake, don't let it slip around oh, him. He's got his arm full of mail there. Yeah. Reckon it's more folks riding in for them flashlights. <laughs> them things are going like hotcakes, ain't they? <laughs> yeah, I told you they would. Yeah. I know it. They keep sending in from this way. It won't take us long to restock the store here. No, it won't. I was counting up Saturday. We've got enough now to put in a stock of flour and feed. Well, I'm, I, I believe we ought to just start buying stuff. We can open up a store here, whether we've got a complete stock or not. When we send out enough flashlights to buy a case of pork and beans, well, I just call up the wholesale house and tell them to send them out. Well, what's the rush about? Well, if I'm going to be the president, I want to hurry up and get started. Well, we don't know yet who's going to be president until all the votes is counted. Yeah, well, no, I can tell already, Lum. I'm going to be elected. Yes, sir. I can tell that the way they're coming in here. That one vote that you sent in for yourself is the only one you've got so far. Yeah, well, I think my friends is just been sort of holding back till the last. <laughs> Let you get a big lead and then snow you under. Well, howdy, Dick. Yeah, hello, Dick. Come in, yeah, come in. Well, fine, fine. Just lay it there on the counter, Dick. Well, Granny, that's the biggest batch we've got yet, ain't it? Yeah, but this ain't half of it. I'll send Cedric over with the balance of it after a while. Well, for goodness sake. Yeah, those flashlights are going a lot better than I thought they would. Well, I ain't surprised over it. I know they would. Well, I knew they would too, Lum, if everybody could see them, but I knew it was going to be hard for you fellas to explain to them just what a nice gift it was. Well, we explained it the best way we could, and then we asked everybody to write in when they get theirs to show it to their friends and show yeah. it around town, you know. I know what everybody sees is going to want one of them. Well, they must have been showing them around, too, for we're getting more mail every day. Yeah. Let me look at some of these letters, see how these boats is coming in. <laughs> hey, 
Out of all them letters that we got Saturday, Dick, Rom never got a single vote, not one. I know that if we left it up to the folks out on the party line, I'd get to be the president. Well, this thing ain't over yet now. Don't forget that. Uh, By the way, Abner, have you found out any more about who broke into your house the other night? Well, no. I ain't found out any more about it, no. I understand that whoever it was tried to steal the money that the Missionary Society is saving up for the heathens over there. Well, I don't think it's anything to that. Well, they think so anyway. They had a meeting. My wife was telling me about it, and they decided if the constable here couldn't find out who was doing this robbing, that they was going to take it on themselves to do it. Well, all me, both of my arms are broke. Yeah, I know that's bad, Abner, but that's what they decided. Anyway. Well, I don't think whoever done it aimed to steal the Missionary Society's money, though. No, I don't either. Well, I don't know anything about that. But I feel sorry for whoever it was, so the women catch him anyway. Yeah, well, I don't believe they'll find him around here. More likely just some tramp that's passing through town, doesn't it? No, no, I don't think so, Abner. It's bound to have been somebody that knows your family awfully well, or they wouldn't have known that your wife kept that money up there in the sugar bowl. Well, it might have been. You know, there's been three or four robbers around here lately. I think whoever robbed your house the other night is the same one that's been doing this other thing. Oh, I don't think so, Dick. I don't think he had nothing to do with them other robberies. Well, that's what everybody thinks anyway, Lum. I've been hearing a lot of talk down there at the store. Most of them think that you can catch a fellow that robbed Abner's house while we'll have the one that's been doing this other robbery. Well, I wish folks would keep their nose out of it. I'm the constable here, and I'll find out who done it. They just give me time. Yeah, just leave it up to Abner. Well, the thing that makes me mad about it is bound to be some prominent citizen here in the community. Somebody that's posing as their friend, or they wouldn't know so much about these different houses. Every house has been robbed while they've taken stuff that nobody but a close friend of the family would know where it was at. Well, I don't think they ought to be too hard on them if they find them, Dick. Might be a mighty fine fellow. No, sir, no, sir, Lum. I haven't any patience for anybody that'll steal Especially somebody stealing from their friend. And if they ever catch him and I can help prosecute him, I'm going to see that he gets all that's coming to him. I don't care how good a friend of mine he is, neither. He's got to make an example out of him. Now, I bound you we'll all be surprised when we find out who done it, if we do. That's what I say. It's somebody that we all trust, bound to be. I hope they catch him and expose him, too. They ought to run him out of town. That's what they ought to do. There ain't well, nothing to him. I don't think whoever done it aimed to do it. Sort well, of an accident. That was our rang, Lon. You'll have to answer it on account of my arm being broke. Hard to look at them letters anyway. Granny's there. Just found one vote in there for me. <laughs> Out of all the letters I've read, that's two votes for me. Hello? Edward's talking. <laughs> Who? Oh, just a minute, Elizabeth. I'll hold him up to the phone. I mean, uh, here, Abner, I'll hold the receiver for you. It's your woman. Oh, well. Hello? Why, yeah, I reckon so. What's the matter? Huh? Well, all right, Elizabeth. Yeah, I'll be over in just a minute. Well, with this feeling existing in Pine Ridge, it's going to be just too bad if they find out that it was Lum who broke into Abner's house. This is Carlton Bricker speaking for Lum and Abner and Horley, who now bid you all good night and good health. Now, don't go away. We got another episode of Lum and Abner from February 12th, 1935. Lum arrested and thrown in jail. Howdy, everyone. 
to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. When Lum and Abner planned for Lum to slip over to Abner's house the other night and retrieve that check the insurance company paid on the claim on Abner's fake accident, little did they realize the trouble it would cause. The citizens of Pine Ridge felt that if they could find the culprit who broke into Abner's house, they would clear up several mysterious robberies that had been committed recently. Well, yesterday, they found clues that definitely identified Lum with the crime. And the old fellow has been arrested, locked up in jail. As we look in on our old friends today, we find Abner at the jail door. Listen. Um. Hey, Lum. Ah. Hey, Lum. Who is it? Ah. Who is it? Hey, it's me, Abner. Are you asleep? No, I'm just sitting here studying. Well, I just come over to tell you how sorrowful I am about this whole thing, Lum. Oh, that's all right, Abner. I ain't blaming you none over it. I, I never hated to do anything so bad in my life, but there just weren't no way out of it. Why, of course not. You're the constable here, and you can't let friendship keep you from tending to the duties of your office. I just hate to see you locked up in jail this way when I know you ain't guilty, Lum. Well, I'll be out of here for long. Grandpappy Spears is out raising bond for me to bail me out. He is. Now, come on in. Sit down a while. Nice and warm in here. Yeah, well, you'll have to reach through the bars here, Lum, and get my key and unlock the door. I can't do a thing with these arms bandaged up this way. Yeah, here. That's him? Yeah, yeah, that's him right there. Just unlock the door now, Lum, and have it back open that way for me. I don't know that easy. I'd have slipped out of here. Yeah, well, come you on in. got out, out the key. No, that's right. Oh. Well, here, better take them keys back. I don't want yeah. nobody yeah. to find him in my pocket. Oh, well, you ain't going to run off. Hey, come on back and sit here by the stove. Yeah. Is that a flopper? Yeah, that's all <laughs> right. Big as a bucket, dude. Yeah, that's a good thing you got it. These concrete floors are awful damp in this time yeah. of year. Well, Abner, I'm proud you come over. Been shorter in the door. Mm-hmm. About the only one left around here that'll even speak to me. You and Grandpap. Yeah, folks is pretty mad about it all right. They think you're the one that's been doing all this robbing around here lately. You know? Yeah, I know it. There's been a dozen of them come by here, stand there at the door and call me his thief and robber and everything else. Here. Sit down. Yeah, yeah. Folks all I thought was my friends and just turned right square backwards again. Yeah, Lord, they're the ones that insisted on me throwing you in jail. Six fellas at Ezra C. Strong and Caleb Weasel. Moles, moves, and the whole bunch. Yeah, that hurts me worse than uh, anything else. Why, sure. Even Dick Huddleston come by this morning and told me how disappointed he was in me. So I know he must think I'm guilty, too. Yeah, well, naturally, they had the proof right on you, Lom. They found that piece of cloth hanging on the barbed wire fence over there, and it matched up with that place that was tore out of your pants, so there weren't no doubt in their minds but what you done. Well, it just goes to show that folks is all as ready and willing to believe the worst about anybody, yeah. even their best friends. Yeah, they are. Just human nature, I reckon, when the feller gets down this way, instead of trying to help him up, why, everybody wants to shove him just a little further down if they can. Well, Lom, I wish you'd let me just go ahead and tell Elizabeth and everybody else how this whole thing happened. No, 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 now, Abner, that's nice of you to offer to do that, but I just won't stand for it. Well, it'd straighten this whole thing out, Lom, get you out of this mess. Get me out of trouble, all right, but... I'm just afraid it caused a lot of trouble twist you and Elizabeth. 
If she found out now there weren't nothing to that accident, you'd just been making out like you'd heard, no telling what she would do. No. Might break up your home over there. You can't never tell. Yeah, but uh, maybe we could just tell her, Lama, that the reason that you broke into the house the other night was just to get that check that the insurance company gave me before she could cash it. Well, the trouble is, Abby, you can't tell her part of it without telling her the whole story. No. If you just stop and think back, we've told so many stories to Elizabeth, she'd lose all the faith she ever had in you if she found out the truth now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. I hate to see you sitting down here in jail and everybody down on you over something that ain't your fault. Especially when you just done it to help me out. I just don't feel right about it. Oh, well, now, don't worry about it. I just feel like I'm the one that ought to be in jail sitting No, no, now, there ain't no use of standing chances of breaking up your home over there. Don't matter none about me. I ain't got no family that this will reflect on. <laughs> Nobody that cares for that goes. I'll be out of here quick as Grandpap gets back with that barn anyway. Well, you just got to get out, Lom. The mail is stacking up down there at the office. I've never seen the like of it. Well, fine. There's still riding in for the flashlight. Oh, Lord. Ain't about that. <laughs> well, that's good. Enough of our friends sends in for them flashlights. We can at least get the store restocked and opened up again. Give us a sort of a chance to start all over again. Yeah, well, I've had Cedric down there helping me all day, uh, opening up letters for me while I count the votes and see which one I was want for president of the John Down store when we get it opened up. Now, uh, how's the votes running? Well, I don't like to have you nothing that'll make you feel any worse, Mom. It just looks like you've had enough trouble. Well, it ain't your fault, Abner. Folks want you to be president. You can't help it. Ain't I running no better than I have been? Well, we ain't got all the mail open up yet, Mom. We ain't went through more than half of it, uh, what's come in today. Well, how many have I got so far? You mean out of them we got today? Yeah, how many votes have I got? Well, you ain't got none yet, Mom. It's all been for me, but now I wouldn't feel bad about it now. For Maybe you, you've got some votes in them that we ain't opened up yet. No, I don't reckon I have, Abner. I can see already that I ain't as popular as I thought I was. Well, of course, I... I want to get all the votes I can, Mom, but I, I don't want you to feel hard at me. Why, no, of course not, Abner. I ain't blaming nobody but myself. That letter we got the other day where that woman from Lincoln, Nebraska, wrote in and said I was a big blowhard and all had run over you and she hoped I never got a single vote. Now, well, now, I wouldn't pay no attention to such talk as that. Well, I don't know, Abner. It got me to study. Now, I had a lot of time last, last night and all morning. I... Think she's about right about it. Oh, no. I ain't been as thought as it ought to have been. Why, Ed? Had way on her too good old opinion myself, I reckon. <laughs> thought the minute we started that contest, everybody would write in and say they wanted me for president. But see now about where I stand, I reckon. I don't feel bad. It's sort of hard on a fella after being president or something for so long and then after step down now. It ain't like if I weren't used to holding high office that way. No. I've always took such a pride in all the offices I have. Why not, Justice of the peace and president of the school board. I've held that office for years. Oh, yeah, and all you've been president of the school board ever since I've reached Well, good people of this district honored me with that office, and I've tried my best to make them a good president. You did it. And I look back and see some of the scholars that went through our little school over there and went out and made the successes of themselves. I can't help but feel a little proud of myself. Knowing that I had a hand in their education. Why, sure, sure, you ought to. Well, it gives me a chance to see that these children around here get advantages that I never had when I was a young and growing up. Why, and sure. Uh, to do it. Yeah, sure. I, I believe that, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's grandpa coming on there, 
I reckon he's got your bond. Well, fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're here so you can let me out. Yeah, as soon as he hands me that bond, why, there ain't no reason why I can't turn you loose, man. I'll be glad to get out of here. <laughs> let me get my hat and coat on so I don't lose no time. Yeah, get all ready, sure. There's that quilt you brought down here for me. You better take that back over your face. Yeah, yeah well, I had to slip that out of the house. Elizabeth never knows that brung it over. I just come on in, Grandpa. The door's unlocked there. Oh, Oh, Spirit, I've got some bad news for you, huh? Bad news? What's the matter? Uh, couldn't you get the bond, Grandpa? Well, I tried everybody in this town. I couldn't get a soul to sign this bond for you. Oh, Hanson. Well. And it looks like everybody turned against you. They, they said you could stay in this jail for the rest of your life for as they cared. Uh, well, thank you anyway, Grandpa. I know you've done your best. Yeah, there was something that I never seen. They was having a... Sort of a meeting there in the lodge hall, sort of a mass meeting. There's one or two in there that I never got a chance to talk to. Yeah, I hear they're having that. Well, just let it go, Grandpa. Maybe we can study up something else, huh? some other way. Thank you. I did want to get out. For, you know, me and Abner's got this contest on. Most folks don't want to vote for me for president, and me laying down here in the field this way. I don't think that'll make no difference, Rob. Well, I can't get out to drum up no votes or nothing, though. Yeah, well, Rob, you was getting beat anyway. You know that. You ain't got but two votes out of all the letters we've got so far. Well, right? I'll be dead blamed. Huh? What you reckon them fellas is want? Well, Squire Skimp and Ezra Seastrong. Yeah. yeah, Squire was the one that called that meeting this afternoon. He was. Well, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Well, howdy, fellas. Come on in, squire. The door's ain't locked. Yeah, come in, come in. No, no, I reckon we're a little more particular who we associate with than Abner and Grandpa is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> no, I can tell you what I want from right here. The good people of Pine Ridge had a meeting this afternoon, Lum, and me and Ezra was appointed to come over here and tell you that, uh, we don't feel that a thief and a robber is a fitting kind of a man to have at the head of our school. And we're asking you for your resignation as president of the board of directors. Well, with Lum's friends all deserting him, it looks like Abner will have very little trouble winning the contest and becoming president of the Jotham Down store. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you once more to be sure and send in right away for one of these fine little pocket-sized flashlights that Lum and Abner are giving away. That's easy to do, you know. You simply send in the wrapper from a package of Horlicks malted milk powder. Wrapper from any size, even natural or chocolate flavor package. Make sure, though, that it's from Horlicks malted milk powder. Wrappers from Horlicks tablets, I mean, are not eligible. Now write your name and address on the back of the wrapper and enclose 10 cents to cover the cost of packing and mailing your flashlight. Then mail your wrapper and dime to Lum and Abner, care of the station to which you are listening. In return, Lum and Abner will send you this powerful, useful little pocket-sized flashlight, complete with bulb and battery. But don't forget, folks, to send in for your flashlight right away. Do it tonight. Lum and Abner want everybody to send in for a flashlight. The old fellows are making this offer to see how many of you there are who enjoy their program and enjoy Horlick's malted milk, too. This is Carlton Bricker. Speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlicks, who now bid you all good night and good health.